Wildcats, Warriors, Bulldogs, Cavaliers, Bees, Dragons, Panthers, Tigers, Pioneers, Bobcats. The Upper Cumberland's exclusive coaches roundtable. Your teams, your coaches. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Bar Builders. Live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, it's the high school playbook built by Mountain Bar Builders. Upperman's girls got an overtime win over PCA. Can the boys get a win today against Seagull? LA split last night. Girls blowing out MLK 60-13. to the boys fell by just a point, nearly went to overtime on some Rocco Carwile free throws. And DeCab last night in your game of the week swept Warren. However, we will begin with a different set of teams from the UC taking on each other. It was a battle in of two teams who needed a win last night as Monterey and Van Buren met up on the hardwood. Wildcats head coach Will Putnam kind enough to join us, and along with his captains, who we will have uh, later on in the hour. But uh, Coach Putnam, first and foremost, just thanks for coming down to, to see us, and we're happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So last night, obviously, you line up against a, a very well-coached Van Buren team. Coach Sullivan always has the guys ready to play. Uh, what went your way last night? What didn't go your way last night? Uh, what do you guys have to kind of get better at? I got to give a lot of credit to my boys. Um, this was not an easy week for us. We not really been an easy season up until this point, but they are a very resilient group. I've challenged them in ways I don't think they expected me to challenge them, and they've met those challenges head on, and they haven't backed down at all. Last night, we do go into a tough environment at Van Buren County. Coach Sullivan's boys are always well-coached. They're always well-prepared, and we battled. We, we were resilient. We, you know, they got on runs, and, and we always just weathered the storm and, and remained right there. Um, we talk a lot in our program about not being scared of success and not being fearful in moments that are um, where we have to make plays, and last night, we didn't show any of the, those fears that we had shown in the past games. You guys obviously play a game of runs. That is what basketball is. What does it say about your team and their ability to weather those storms, to weather those runs, uh, and, and stop theirs and go on some of their own? It just shows you the toughness of our group and, and the togetherness of our group. Um, the, the five that started the game played the majority of the game, and had Colin Fowler not gotten in a little bit of foul trouble, we probably wouldn't have taken any of them out for the majority of the game. They were a very um, together group, a unified group, and everything we asked them to do last night and that we had been asking them to do in practice, they executed flawlessly. And that was the reason we were able to stay in the game. Now, obviously, at the high school level, you see it a little bit more, but uh, hardly at any level of basketball does a guy play an entire ball game, especially all five guys. So, again, what does it say about your guys that they're in the type of condition that they can all five go out there uh, and play for 32 minutes? It, it's a testament to them because we, we had a tough conditioning session, um, um, season, I should say, like before our, our season actually began. And we, uh, we don't shy away from saying that if you're going to be good, you got to be in shape. And, and the boys really took that to heart. And I think they've looked after themselves off the court as well as taking care of themselves before they come to practice and even after practice. So they're making the right decisions, and those decisions are showing up because they're having the legs to finish all four quarters. We love the positives. It's what we want to concentrate on. But obviously in the early season, still plenty to work on as well. Uh, Coach Putnam, where does this team have to get better going forward? We have to continue to understand that in games, there are going to be moments where you're down. There are going to be moments where you're up. 
And in those moments, we've got to fall back on what we know how to do and trust the process, trust the things that we really try to teach them on a daily basis, that we make a big emphasis and part of our program. If we can rely on those tenants, if we can stay together as a team, the scoreboard, it's going to take care of itself and and we always say the scoreboard doesn't define us these results are what they are we don't like being where we're at right now we don't like only having one win on the year but we know that if we continue to do the things that we did that made us successful last night this could be a changing of the tide for us you've talked about it earlier this year with me and it sounds as if you're talking about it more here it's the culture for Monterey basketball, not just really for the guys, for both teams, and I'm certainly not going to ask you to speak for Coach Phillips, but just the culture of basketball at Monterey, really a changing of the guard, the uh, new AD as well in Ben Novak. What is that like? How is that culture coming? How do you feel like basketball is changing there at Monterey High School? We're putting all of our emphasis on making sure that the student athletes have an experience that they can look back on fondly. And, and trying to make sure that we're maximizing every experience they have, whether it be on the court, in the classroom, and along the way, we as coaches and administrators and fans, we're trying to teach them lessons that hopefully, once their career at Monterey High School is over, they can take those lessons with them and be successful fathers, husbands, dads, brothers, whatever it is. Head coach Will Putnam, Monterey Wildcats, joining us here live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Coach Putnam, I appreciate you showing up, and uh, good luck to the Wildcats the rest of the way. Thank you so much. All right, that was head coach Will Putnam, Monterey Wildcats, joining us again live here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Feel free to come down, say hello, grab yourself some uh, Chick-fil-A, and uh, catch up maybe with Monterey's captains. We'll have them on later in the hour, as well as several other coaches from across the UC on the high school playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the High School Playbook. A new storage building to add room. A new space for the animals. From gazebos to garages, it's built Mountain Strong by Mountain Barn Builders. Highway 127 Clark Range. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Live from Chick-fil-A here on Interstate Drive. Come down and say hello. Colin Castleberry with you on the High School Playbook. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Clay County, like so many other schools across the UC here in the early season, is paying for having a successful football program between Thanksgiving break and making it to at least the second round of the playoffs on the gridiron. It heavily limits the early season or preseason time you get with your guys coming from football to the hardwood. That has been the story for the Bulldogs and head coach Rob Edwards, who joins us now. Coach, a, a tough game Thursday night. What didn't go your way, and, and how do you guys have to continue to get better? Well, just it, not just last night or Thursday night, but but going into uh, going into this week, I told my guys that this week uh, going to York and, and playing up at home would be uh, would be a good measuring stick for us. That it would really expose some things that we need to get better at, and uh, and and it, it has. You know, uh, defensively we we've got to do a much better job uh, stopping dribble penetration, uh, closing out on three point shooters. Uh, just being aware, uh, just that defensive awareness, uh, you know, we've really got to, we've really got to do a better job of that. And I think a lot of that comes with experience. Um, you know, this, this is a young team, all, all new starters, uh, 
new guys coming off the bench and, and playing roles that they haven't played before. And so, uh, so we're going to have some growing pains, and that's kind of what we've been going through. How does that change your job as a coach? How does that change how you approach an early season, how you coach this team when you do look out there and see a lot of talent, you know, a lot of great athletes, and probably some pretty good basketball players in the long term, but guys who obviously just don't have the experience, haven't had the minutes out there on the floor? Well, you just have to look at the big picture, you know. Um, uh, from a coaching standpoint, you you got to – you gotta look at the at the end result. Hopefully, uh, be patient and uh, slow down in practice a little bit sometimes. And and you know it's easy to assume that uh, that these guys know some things that, that maybe they don't know. And uh, so you got to teach and reteach sometimes, and and just be patient essentially. And and you know good things are going to happen for us as, as we get closer to uh, to tournament time. On the opposite side, are there things you've liked here in the early season uh, from your ball club? Oh, absolutely. I, I felt like, uh, you know, I felt like we're a pretty gritty group. Um, I think that uh, we rebound the ball really well, considering that, uh, you know, outside of, of Wyatt Browning, we're, we're pretty doggone small, uh, even for a 1A school. So, uh, you know, we've been uh, we've been out rebounding most of our opponents, uh, or at least uh, right there within two or three rebounds. Uh, offensively, we've been rebounding the ball really well. Um, I think I think our kids have been playing hard. You know, they're giving me a lot of effort, um, doing a lot of little things uh, uh, that uh, that it takes to win. And uh, again, uh, looking at the big picture, when when all this comes together, uh, and it, and it will come together. Uh, at some point, hopefully in, in uh, next few weeks, uh, you know we're going to be a pretty pretty solid basketball team. I feel like. Is that something you do intentionally? Scheduling extremely difficult here in the early season. A lot of coaches will tell you uh, that they 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 kind of do that on purpose, not just to get ready for tournament time, but to to obviously give you looks and and kind of show you what you're good at and what you're bad at and what to work on here early on. Yeah, um, we, we do that to some extent. You know, all of our conference games are after Christmas. So our, uh, before Christmas, we're, we're scheduling non-conference games. And you know, like I told our guys last night uh, or Thursday night after the Upperman game, uh, you know, nobody hates losing more than me. <laughs> uh, I, I hate losing. But, you know, you got you got to take those losses and look at them and, and learn from them and, and try to get better. And, and that's why that's why we're playing some of these games that we're playing right now. What gives you the confidence that this team can take these losses, can take this early season adversity and turn it into a lot of success in January and February and, and then obviously hopefully beyond and, and into tournaments? Well, they're a resilient bunch of kids. Uh, you know, they're uh, they're very experienced as far as, as games go. They're not that experienced as far as high school games go. Uh, and also saw it in football season. Most of these guys are football players. Um, eight of my, I had eight guys on my roster playing football, and, and most of those guys are starters and guys that come off the bench. But, uh, um, 
deal. They lost their first two football games of the season, and they just uh, kept getting better and kept getting better as the season went along. So I know that, uh, that that they know how this works. They know how this process works, and and I have a lot of confidence in the fact that uh, you know we're going to do the same thing in basketball. Certainly, you've had yours back for a couple weeks now, and and the team you played last night has had theirs back less than a week, but. You've got a holiday in there. You've got, you know, limited practice time, obviously having to play games as well. Where do you feel like your football guys are in terms of getting back completely into basketball shape, a basketball mindset, uh, so on and so forth? Well, I mean, if I was going to put a number on, I'd say 50%. You know, we're we're 50% in shape and and we're 50% back in in basketball mode. Um, it's just uh, it's one of those things that uh, that takes takes more time maybe than some people realize uh, to get uh, to get those guys uh, turned around, especially on the short turnaround that, that we have. You know, as basketball coaches, we're we're waiting for football season to be over, and and their season was over on on a Friday night, and then Monday afternoon they were in the gym. Uh, you know. And some of those guys played every snap on both sides of the ball. And they're beat up and bruised. And it takes time for them to heal. So you know, we try to uh, we try to take a day off when we can and let them rest a little bit. And uh, but at the same time, you know, we we've got to be focused in, and, and we've got to really work hard to to get those guys back in basketball mode and basketball shape. Clay County's head coach, Rob Edwards, athletic director as well. They're in Salina as they came off a tough a tough loss on Thursday night and will turn around and play again next week. Now we go from Salina to Gainesboro where we will speak with head coach Jim Brown and the Lady Blue Devils who have also had a rough go of it so far this season. It's been an up and down, back and forth sort of campaign on the early year. Coach Brown uh, that's where I think I want to begin as you join us. How difficult is it to play a team a second time in less than two weeks? Uh, it's, it's about like any time playing them, playing them a second time. But, uh, you know, this time is on the road, and, and they've, they've got uh, they've got a, a really good home following, and you know, it's a tough environment to go into. And, and so, um, you know, we, we just didn't handle that very well, and uh, they just outplayed us last time. Yeah, what are some of the things that didn't go your way last night that you guys are going to have to improve going forward to to pick up some more W's? I mean, we we got ourselves in foul trouble early, and uh, you, you know some of the ones we got early were just you know silly ones that that you know we we, we reach in when we shouldn't have been, and then you know you're going to pick up you know a certain amount of fouls just you know through the course of the game, and then. So, so when you make those silly ones, then it, it adds up and, and puts you in some in some foul trouble. And uh, you, you know, we had to deal with that uh, the whole game. And and, uh, and right now, when when we have to sub, we're we're just not quite as solid as, as what we are with our starters. How do you begin to build depth? As obviously throughout the season, you're you're gonna you know knock on wood, but you're gonna deal with foul trouble, a, a tweaked ankle, or a a miss here. You're gonna. Things are going to pop up. How do you begin to build depth here going forward? Well, you find spots in games where you know you can get some of those other kids in and, and get them some minutes, and uh, you know you keep getting them as, as many you know, reps in practice as, as you can with your 
domain group and, and then you know through, through JV games, uh, you know, get them more time. So, and and then we, we've just like last night, we we do you know, we we put ourselves in that spot of, of having to put those kids in. So, uh, you, you know, they're they're learning on the job. Well, certainly, we also want to concentrate on a lot of positives. You guys are six and two on the year. It was just your second loss on the season so far. Last night, what are a lot of the things, or some of the things, uh, that you have seen from your team that you've liked here uh, in the early going? Yeah, they they play very hard. Uh, our, our efforts been been great, and, and and they try to do what I ask them. Uh, and, and we're pretty balanced offensively. Uh, you know, we we we've got kids all, all about there are capable of scoring, and, and you know. Some of the past years, we, we haven't had that. So those so those two things have, have been really big for us. Defensively, you guys have been able to really stifle teams. You look up and down uh, the schedule so far, and even in the two losses, uh, you allowed just 44 and, and 45 points. You hadn't allowed uh, more than 42 in any other game this year so far. What are you guys able to do on the defensive end to really slow teams down? Well, you know, like like I said, the, the kids do play hard and, and they they listen very well. And uh, you know, so so far we've you know we we've been able to scout and, and we break people down pretty well. And uh, and they've they've, they've done a job of, of following that game plan. So uh, we, you know, we we played pretty much you know entirely man, and uh, and we've been pressing quite a bit and, and getting after people and. Um, yeah, you know, they've just they've been pretty solid defensively. Coming up next week, a couple challenging games, uh, you know, in and of themselves. You are on the road twice at Macon County and, and at Trousdale, uh, if I've got that right. What you mentioned earlier here in the interview, what the road can do to be different in the environment. How do you guys prepare to go on the road to two more uh, very hostile and, and very good environments for those two teams? Yeah, you, you just got to kind of grow up and, and and be ready to face those situations. And um, you know, we we've been at home quite a bit or on the neutral floors here early in the season. So you know that that that, that is so different when when you go in and and you're dealing with that that home crowd and that that home student section. And uh, so you know, you just got to focus on the game. So you know, ho- hopefully they can learn from from their experience last night and, and do a little better next week. Back-to-back ADs who are head coaches. That's Rob Edwards of Clay County's boys team, Jim Brown. Jackson County's girls team joining us in that segment. Both an up-and-down beginning of the season. Both still looking to find offense, to find defense, uh, and to figure out what they are this year on the hardwood. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry. We are live at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Come say hello and uh, come hear from Monterey's boys basketball captains when we return. Before they huddle up with the players, they analyze the games with you. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, continues next. Back on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. And we heard from Monterey head basketball coach on the boys' side, Will Putnam, early in the program. Now we catch up with his two captains 
Makai, Henry, and Colin Fallon with us here. And fellas, uh, last night able to get your first win. We'll start here with Makai. What did it mean to, to get the win last night at Van Buren? Yeah, go ahead. What did it mean to pick up a? What did it mean last night uh, at Van Buren? Yeah, what did you guys played very well? That's on me. What What did you like from your team last night? The effort in the game. I thought we played really good. We came together and just we all played as a team last night. It's it was it started off rough this year because we all we were all kind of playing for ourselves, but mm-hmm. we started to come together and realize that we can't win playing for ourselves. Colin, you, you heard Makai say it right there. Team kind of started off this year. It was an individual thing, right? Playing for themselves, not so much each other. How have you guys as the captains kind of came together and helped bring this team uh, to a more team mindset? Yes, sir. I mean, we've uh, along with the help of the coaches, we've just started in practice, just working as a team, pushing everybody to be hard, uh, play harder and practice hard, practice like you play, and just overall just coming together as a team during – practice whatever we do and everything coach mentioned uh that you guys have have been a team that's played uh the same five guys mostly on the floor for most of these games what has conditioning been like in practice to get yourselves into the kind of shape to play 30 and 32 minutes night in and night out coach putman and coach pentecost definitely do plenty on that we we have a bunch of running we we're, we, they make sure we're well conditioned for games, so we can play from the beginning to the end. <laughs> Makai, uh, same kind of question. I mean, what's what's that conditioning like for you? Getting ran up and down the floor. Does it almost make games easier when you're getting out there just to play ball? Yeah, yeah, it really does. Because I mean, just trying to make him proud and we just we run a lot but we I think we all we all are finally starting to appreciate it starting to get into games got it coach Putnam likes to run you a lot Colin similar question for you what is it like playing for coach Pentecost as you mentioned and coach Putnam I mean it's amazing I mean I believe uh they've they've bought in we've all bought in we just gotta continue on doing what they have us do and just continue on 
during uh, practice, just running hard, executing with our energy, having a good lively energy during practice, and just uh, working really hard. As one of two captains this year, Colin, what do you want to accomplish? What do you hope this team and, and yourself can accomplish? I just hope we can accomplish just to, uh, as a team, play uh, play together and be able to accomplish and have a winning season and uh, be able to go into the districts and in our tough uh, district and be able to uh, win games and make it far, of course, into the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's definitely a very difficult district. Makai, similar question. What do you hope you can accomplish, and what do you hope this team can accomplish this season as one of the co-captains? Uh, I hope we can just keep coming together and keep trying to win ball games. I mean, we're getting we're playing a bunch of close games, and I think eventually if we just keep playing together, we'll finally start to start to finish the games out, and I think that's really important during the, the districts. Monterey Boys Basketball co-captains Makai Henry, Colin Fallon. Fellas, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck the rest of the year to the Wildcats. Let's take a look at your scoreboard now here on the high school playbook. A lot of action last night. Of course, we will begin with the uh, games we were just talking about. The Monterey Boys falling to Van Buren last night in a very hard-fought game. Elsewhere in boys' action, DeKalb, as part of their sweep of Warren County, defeated the Pioneers 61-53. York, in what you would thought would have thought would be the closest game on the day uh, or the evening, a 62-60 win over Oakland. Uh, that did not end up being the closest game as somehow down the stretch, L.A. battles back from down double digits to put themselves in a situation where two seconds left on the clock. Rocco Carwile at the free throw line, down 55-53, a chance to tie it. Carwile goes one for two and brings the game to an end. A one-point loss for L.A., 55-254. Pickett County welcomed a team across the state line. 52-44 was the win for Pickett County over Russell County, Kentucky. Clark Range fell to Oneida in boys' action last night, 55-49, in a similar score that came or that went the way of the Cookville Cavaliers, a 49-35 win over Hendersonville at home. Another uh, 55-54, interestingly, Jackson uh, able to find a way to take down Red Boiling Springs by a point, 55-54. And Upper Men's Boys will actually play today. They will take on Siegel. And so we hope for the Bees to pick up a win in that one. Let's flip the script. We'll go to the girls' side where we will begin with the Upper Men Lady Bees, who had to go to overtime last night, but they stay undefeated with a win over PCA 36-31 in OT. Red Boiling Springs in the girls' action got the better of Jackson, 45-39. Cookville, a winner as well. They sweep Hendersonville, Lady Cavs 37-29. We talked about Warren sweeping, or excuse me, DeKalb sweeping Warren, a 70-59 win there for the Lady Tigers. York also uh, sweeping Oakland 54-21 for the Lady Dragons, the win there. Clark Range picking up a win over Oneida in girls' action, 44-40. White County, a 60-35 win over Saudi Daisy, and a 30-point win for the Lady Jets, who continue to roll despite starting two freshmen at two uh, at the two-guard positions 
They pick up a 65-35 win over an extremely strong program in Walker Valley High School. Finally, Livingston Academy last night with one of the more impressive girls' basketball games I think I have seen or anyone has seen a 60-13 drumming of MLK. It was never in doubt. You saw the starters for all of maybe cumulatively about two-ish quarters in that one. Saw everybody get on the scoreboard. Uh, Hughes, Good Pasture, Garrett, everybody got in on the scoring last night for the Lady Wildcats, and they helped uh, split with MLK with a 60-13 win. Again, the boys fell 55-54. to That's a look at scores from across the UC. One more time, I want to thank uh, Monterey head boys basketball coach Will Putnam for joining us to begin the program, and then his captains moments ago, Makai Henry and Colin Fallon, joining us if you missed any part of either of those interviews or you missed anything so far here on the show feel free to listen back on replay on sports radio 104.7 coming up at 10 a.m or you can always go check it out on ucsportsnation.com as well as the uc sports nation facebook page and twitter i'm colin castleberry we are live at chick-fil-a on interstate drive and this is the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders This is the Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook, where the region's coaches come together to talk about the games and what's coming up. Colin Castleberry with you from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. As always, want to take a moment to shout out our assistant promotions director and fabulous Miss Frankie Rich. Uh, shout out the earrings as well. Got the Christmas earrings on. There's a Christmas tree uh, and Christmas decorations up uh, here at Chick-fil-A. We've got patrons wearing Santa hats with little springy Christmas trees on them. It is uh, the season, right? It is that season and that time of year, no doubt. But we are going to get back to the hardwood as we check in with DeKalb County boys coach Joey Agee joining us now as uh, on the program as part of our game of the week last night. It was a battle of two extremely talented UC teams. Smithville and McMinnville took on each other as DeCab hosted Warren. A hard-fought game in which the Tigers emerged the victor. So head coach Joey Agee joins us now. Coach, I appreciate it so much you coming on with us. What went well for your guys last night that helped you walk away with a big-time win over uh, the Pioneers? Uh, we, you know, we weathered their, weathered the storm early. Um, we got off kind of to a slow start. Uh, but these kids, they don't have any quit in them. And, uh, really just our defensive effort, uh, all night long. Um, we got to do a little bit better job staying out of foul trouble. But really, you know, for us, we're going to hang our hat on the defensive end most nights. Yeah. You guys able to step up in a big way last night. You mentioned it weathering the storm. What does it say about your team here early on in the season when you know offense can get better, you know defense can get better, all the the thing, all those things are going to improve as the season goes on, but how nice is it early in the year to already see the grit, to already see the grind, uh, and have a team that, that doesn't have any quit in them? Yeah, you know, sometimes that's stuff that you can't teach. It's got to be a little bit of want to from the kids, and, and this group's got, got the want to, and uh, they're very coachable kids. Um, like you said, there's a, 
you know, there's a lot of places that we can improve, uh, especially on the offensive end, taking good shots. And, you know, uh, when we may have the lead late in the game, uh, I thought we took a, a few bad shots last night. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, sometimes it's hard to, uh, to, mo- to motivate kids to play hard. And, and, you know, I really don't have to do that with this group. You talked about foul trouble. How do you guys, going forward, how do you stay out of foul trouble, keep the guys on the floor uh, so you can walk away with more Ws? Yeah, I think you just got to kind of fill out the game early. Um, you know, be intense on the defensive end, but, you know, we got to stop getting these uh, reaching and grabbing fouls or, you know, maybe over the back, you know, uh, foul call that we're – you know, we're just out of position, and there's really no need in even trying to go get the ball at that point, especially if you've already picked up one early. And we can't foul in the backcourt. Um, you know, last night we, you know, fouled a couple times in the backcourt, just reaching for no reason instead of just getting back on defense. How do you balance the aggressiveness, the 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 want to that you love from your team? with not making those stupid mistakes and getting some ticky-tacky, some uh, not-necessary not fouls? Yeah, I think you just got to, you know, each night's probably going to be a little bit different. But, um, you know, we got to be smart as players. Uh, if we get one early, uh, we we might need to, you know, pull back the reins just a little bit on the, on the aggressiveness. Not necessarily our effort. Our effort's got to be great all the time, but... Uh, whether we might take a chance on trying to get a steal or uh, maybe going, you know, after a rebound that we, you know, we may or may not be, have position. So uh, that's something we're going to talk about next week. And uh, as we move forward, you know, I hope uh, we can rectify those situations. Obviously, Coach, you want to win them all. But when you look back at the way the schedule has kind of played out, you're sitting right at 500 uh, and, and you start the year with some really tough losses. Now you're on a bit of a streak. Uh, what have you loved from your team? And, and maybe what kind of was that the, the turning point? What changed for this team uh, between PCA and Cannon County? Uh, you know, I think uh, just, the, just the overall, you know, attitude that we can win. Uh, you know, I think that Cannon County game really helped us uh, we had a little bit of a lead, and we kind of, uh, you know, messed around a little bit. And they came back, and, uh, you know, those close wins early in the season like that give you a little bit of confidence that you can battle through some adversity and and uh, come out on top. So, yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, we played, you know, we, we, you know, tried to schedule some teams early in the year that would give us, uh, you know, some more athletic kids, to, you know, that we may see on a, every given night. You know, we play Whistle Central. and They have athletes everywhere. So uh, we really wanted to try to schedule us, you know, as hard as we possibly could early in the year just to get us ready for a district. Well, you certainly did that. You mentioned Wilson Central, Liberty Creek, uh, Clay County, and PCA as well. I look ahead, though, and, and your next three opponents, Smith County, Cannon County, Watertown, all three of those opponents are not only teams you've already seen, but teams you've already beat. What are the pros to seeing a team that uh, again that quickly? And obviously, what are the cons to turning around and having to play those three schools again here uh, just about a week or week and a half after you faced them the first time? Yeah, I know. I told the kids after 
uh, last night's game, you know, we're fixing to run the run the table again, and uh, we're fixing to see everybody that we have already seen at least once in the next next week and a half. So, uh, just you know, I told them they can't get beat, they can't be overconfident. We've had two really good weeks the past two weeks, but we can't be overconfident and. You know, uh, the game planning, you know, could be a pro and a con. You know, you kind of know what they tried to do to you last time. You can uh, maybe game plan for that. But you know that they're going to make adjustments. We're going to make adjustments. So, you just, you know, it's just a little bit of a fill-out game early in the the second time you you see somebody. What is the pro to that? Final question before I'll let you go here, Coach AG. Uh, What is the pro to that, kind of learning how to adjust – maybe more even in-game for most of these kids because you know coming in they're going to have made adjustments, you're going to have made adjustments, so it's almost a brand-new ball game. Yeah, I mean, you just uh, you want your kids to try to absorb the information that you're giving them uh, between quarters and during timeouts and just go out there and execute. Um, you know, like I said, you know, you, you, you're familiar with them, so your practices are a little bit different probably because you, you kind of – I've already game planned for them once, but uh, and you go over all that stuff that you did the first time. But you, you know, you have to add a few things in, and you know, if they do this, we're going to do this, and vice versa, they'll do the same. So, uh, but yeah, uh, we're looking forward to the next couple of weeks and getting into Christmas break. DeKalb County head boys basketball coach Joey Ag joining us there. As part of our game of the week, he picks up a win with DeKalb County over Warren County last night, 61-53. to The girls, a 70-59 to winner as DeKalb swept Warren. I'm Colin Castleberry here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Excited. We've still got a little bit more of this show to go, so make sure you get down here, say hello, grab yourself some Chick-fil-A. It's the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Scores, turnovers, the momentum shifts. Your coaches share the analysis. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, Colin Castleberry with you for what is the final segment here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We head back to the girls' side of action across the UC. It was no secret how good the Lady Cavs would be again coming into this year. However, they did lose a few key pieces from back-to-back Final Four appearances, and they opened the year with a loss to, albeit a state title contender in their own right, McMinn Central. However, after that two-point buzzer-beating loss... The Lady Cavs have not looked back. Head coach Jamie Gillis, always kind enough to speak with us, her team, now on a six-plus game winning streak. Coach Gillis, thank you so much for hopping on, but what has led to your team finding so much success here in the early part of the season? Um, I, I think, you know, we've, defensively we've played really well. We're, we're you know, we're really holding teams you know, under 40, 30 points. And so I feel like um, that that's probably what we're doing best right now. And we're still trying to find our offense. We're still trying to, you know, learn to play with each other and learn to play without Jordan and Cassie. But I really feel like our, our defense is really what's, what's kept us, um, you know, in all these games and been able to push us forward. 
Yeah, you look at it, and I go all the way back to the beginning of the year. It's just a two-point loss to McMinn Central. But then after that, now you've rattled off you know, six straight. What did you guys learn, and what were you able to do to kind of turn a corner after game one uh, and go on this uh, winning streak? I think that we knew how good McMinn Central was. I mean, we knew they were runner-up in state last year and didn't lose anybody. And so – when we go there, or you know, we met them halfway at Roan State, and when we played them and honestly had a good chance to win, we were up in overtime and probably should have won, I think my kids realized, hey, we're, we're not bad. <laughs> you know, like we can compete with, with really good teams. And so I think that confidence, just playing with a, a team like that and knowing that we, we could have won, we, we had a really good shot to win – you know, and got got beat on a buzzer beater, and so we we didn't beat ourselves up about that that loss. But I think we realized, hey, hey, we can we can compete with with you know the best in the state, and and I really feel like that that's pushed us forward in in our confidence in these these last few games. One of the other things people may notice if they've come out to see you guys is your ability to get you know kind of deep down the bench, right? You've got your five, but then you've got six, seven, and maybe even eight. Uh, that you feel like you can put out there on the floor, and they're not necessarily all upperclassmen or, or at least seniors on this team. What has that depth meant to you early, and what has it meant to see some of the, the underclassmen? I think of Allie right off the top of my head, but I'm sure there are others uh, that have been able to contribute here early. Well, we, we like to play fast, and we like to get up and defend, so – um, you know, I, I tell them, I want you to play so hard that you need a breather. And because we've got people who can come in and, and give you a break and come in and, and we don't really, we don't really fall off when, when I sub and, you know, it's just next man up. And if we get in foul trouble, it's just, you know, whoever's next on the bench can go in. And so, yeah, you know, right now Paige Hamilton um, and Kendall McLeod are coming in and giving me some really, really good minutes. And, um, you know, Kendall came in last night when we were struggling to score and hit a three in the first couple minutes she was in there. So, you know, just those kids on the bench having confidence to come in and and contribute like they are. It's just, you know, we, we want it to be a, a rotation. You know, I've always played, you know, seven, eight, tried to play seven, eight, nine kids. And, you know, just, just that way we can play as hard as we need to, get a breather, get back in, give somebody else who needs a, a break too. Well, I know this was done intentionally, but the schedule doesn't let up. You go to York and to Oakland next week, two very good programs in and of themselves, true road games. You're going to be in hostile environments. Where does your team have to get better to continue this winning streak against the Lady Dragons uh, and Oakland? Well, last night we struggled to score, and um, you know we've, we don't rely on, on the three at all. Because we like to go inside to Isabel, you know, we like to turn our defense into offense. But um, we, we struggled. The um, Hendersonville played a zone, and, and we just we struggled to score out of that zone when they were doubling and triple teaming um, Isabel. So we've got some things we've got to work on in the next couple of days to um, make sure we can we're moving and we're we're seeing the cutter and we're, we're finding Isabel when she is there. So you know, I feel like offensively right now is where we, we've got to to work on and just you know knock down shots when we've got them and. Uh, we've done a really good job uh, crushing the boards, especially on the offensive end. And um, Hendersonville did a good job last night of limiting our, our second and third chance opportunities. And so, you know, we just want to keep working on that, keep doing the things that we're we're good at. But you know, just just 
making sure that we're finding ways and easy ways to score when we're struggling. How do you balance when you're struggling offensively uh, calling the set plays that you feel like can kind of kickstart your offense and, and get some points on the board and letting the girls who are obviously very talented, very athletic, and, and capable in and of themselves play a little more freely on the offensive end? Well, in that matchup zone that, that Hendersonville played last night, they just packed it in. So we were having a hard time just, you know, getting anything on the inside. And um, they did a good job getting out onto our shooters. And so, um, honestly, when we're struggling offensively, I, I try to change up our press and maybe, you know, put, put some more pressure on them, try to try to turn some of our defense into offense and see us get some, you know, some quick buckets through our defense. And, and somehow that always just seems to, to turn it around to where we can – then all of a sudden the offense starts flowing a little bit better once we see it go in a few times. So, you know, that's how we've always been. We want to turn our defense into offense and um, and just kind of go from there. Cookville Lady Cavaliers head coach Jamie Gillis joins us there. The Lady Cavs on a six-plus game winning streak. They continued that last night with a 37-29 to victory over Hendersonville. The boys, the Cavs, helped complete a sweep of Hendersonville. They were a 49-35 winner last night. Let's let's look elsewhere uh, in action across the UC. Warren and DeCab taking on each other in our game of the week. If you're just joining us, DeCab uh, was able to complete a sweep of Warren. It was a 70-59 win for the Lady Tigers and a 61 61- 53 win for the Tigers. York, a sweep of Oakland. I got to say, I didn't see that one coming. The girls' victory for the Lady Dragons, 54-21. Not so much of a surprise, but uh, the Dragons uh, just getting their football players back a couple weeks ago, still getting those guys into basketball shape, into a basketball mindset, somehow able to find a way to defeat Oakland 62-60. to So a big-time win for the Dragons. L.A. splitting last night. It was a 60-13 to domination by the Lady Wildcats. Everybody up and down the roster getting in on the scoring from Mia Hughes to Good Pasture and Garrett and everybody. And, of course, Mullins and... Uh, uh, Butler were double-digit scores in that one, 60-13. The boys, however, saw Rocco Carwile go to the line for a chance to tie it at the end of the ball game. Two seconds to go. He went one for two, was unable to make it a 55-55 game, and so the Wildcats fall 55-54. Pickey County continues a red-hot start to the season. They roll to a couple of victories. The Lady Bobcats, 83-45 over Russell County, Kentucky, and the Bobcats, 52-44 with wins over the team from across the state line. Clark Range, much like L.A., splitting with a girls' win, 44-40 over Oneida, and a 55-49 loss to Oneida for the Buffaloes. Jackson County taking on Red Boiling Springs, and again, not unlike some others uh, last night, they get a... Uh, win and a loss, but they flip it. The girls lose to Red Boiling Springs, 45-39, to while the boys come up with a 55-54 win. So that score goes in their favor, unlike 
uh, the Wildcats of Livingston Academy. On the girls' side, a couple scores. Uh, White County 60-35 to over Saudi Daisy. And the Lady Jets of Cumberland County with two freshman guards continue to roll as they defeat Walker Valley by 30, 65-35. That came as quite a surprise. Walker Valley, a very good uh, girls' program. Upperman, last night in overtime, the Lady Bees find a way to stay undefeated, 36-31. to The boys from Upperman will actually compete today. They will take on Siegel, and so the Bees looking to pick up another win in that one. One more time, a thank you to Assistant Promotions Director Frankie Rich for setting everything up, getting the food ready, and everything else. She has been a real saint this morning, as she is every morning. I'm Colin Castleberry. Will Hearn was on the buttons back at the studio. This has been the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Add space to your home, protect your cars and boats, a new workshop or she shed. Mountain Barn Builders will build it mountain strong. MountainBarnBuilders.com. The prep conversation continues all week, including today's show on demand. UCSportsNation.com.